Live from Chatterbox Sports Studios, it's Off the Bench with Tom Brenneman. Well, welcome in. Come join us. It's Off the Bench, presented by United Dairy Farmers. I'm Trace Fowler. And as always, we come your way every single day, usually, not the past two days, but usually Monday through Friday, from 10 hey. to 12 P. And you can find us in a whole different plethora of ways, right? You can find us on YouTube. Just search Off the Bench with Tom Brenneman, Chatterbox Sports. There's a, uh, as always, you can find us in podcast form. And as Tom would say, just search Off the Bench with Tom Brenneman and you'll be dialed in. All right, now that we got that out of the way, which was quick, I know. The red legs, they're not dead. I know on the X app, and I know on the chat last night on Chatterbox Reds, boy, did they have these guys crushed. What do you expect from them is, what, is the question I posed. And boy, the, 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 the fans and the people did not like that. But I do ask the question, are they supposed to win out? We'll get into what they have to do towards the end of this show. If you didn't see, um, no excuses, because you know, I'm not an excuse guy. That's right. Um, I was up really late. The direction of this show is mostly picks. So we're going to give you as many NFL picks as you could possibly handle and some college football picks. And then we got a match. And that's pretty much why I was up super late, was trying to get this match done. Why? Because I will not be here tomorrow. I will not be here tomorrow. No, I'm not quitting. I do have a bachelor party to go to. Um, yeah, I'm not quitting and I'm not a quitter. However, um, I won't be here tomorrow. So we're going to do our picks a little bit earlier than usual and we'll see what the gang has in store for you tomorrow. But without farther ado, I just want to tell you that this match, which is obviously the second match of a two set series so far, it could go to a best of three, depending on how things go today. I'm going to tell you it's entertaining. Send a, send a little text to your buddies if, if, you, if, if they're into golf or perhaps they're just into something that is relatively entertaining. Uh, that is going to premiere, I think is the term that YouTube likes to use. It's going to premiere at 11.05. I want to send a reminder out to our producer, Casey McAllister, that there is a two-minute countdown timer that starts at 11.05, which means we should go off air at 11.05, no earlier. All right, and it's going to redirect you if everything goes right. But you know how things go around here at Chatterbox Sports. There's a good chance that it might not go right. So just so you know, when the show is over, somewhere on our YouTube page, there will be a golf match. Uh, fellas, uh, this is what you call a crutch. You guys are going to be that crutch today. Yeah. Um, today I woke up this morning, to be honest with you. And you know, if you've ever, I don't even know how long I was up, but I was up a ridiculous amount of time. And you start to question whether or not you did something or you didn't do something. I really don't even know if I've watched this said video that's going to play today. Yeah. I might have just rendered it, threw it on YouTube. But here we are. We'll find out at 11.05. Hopefully you're doing well. Glad, glad to see you're supporting Joe Burrow. Yeah, good morning. My name is Reed Mouse. I'm 27 years old. I'm. If I was a boxer, I'd be in the heavyweight class. And in the year of our Lord, 2014, I graduated from Baden High School with 101 was my class rank out of 115. So I'm a smart cookie. Trace, how are you? <laughs> Reed, let's get into that a little bit. You know, uh, that's one thing I think is relatively interesting. The chat, the chat, and certainly the people that watch the show are probably shocked right now that you were 101 out of 150. They probably thought you were pretty damn close to being a valedictorian. 
But here's the thing, Reed. Uh, why don't you tell everybody what you got on the ACT? ACT? Got a 30. I got a 30. Got a, it was, my ACT was higher than my uh, GPA. Uh, my GPA was 2.7. ACT was 30. So, didn't try very hard. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> That's what listen, I was to say. I'm kind of in the same boat, if I'm going to be honest. My class rank wasn't great either. Now, I was, I think, a little bit. I think there was about 100. Well, you both went to try hard schools. You mean, well, I wouldn't say it's a try. I would, I would say respectable. Is that what you mean? No, I mean, I mean that you schools? both went to try hard schools. Okay. All right. Then I guess we'll, we'll, we'll agree. What was that, Casey? You went to private schools. What was your. Didn't your school murder a cow in cold blood? Push it down the stairs. Mm, I mean, that's what are we true. talking about? It's too early I don't to be bashing I don't know if you want to go down the. Uh, I don't know if you want to go down the path of the the Catholic Church and the Catholic school here. And, and, and oh, all right, that's enough. All right, like so let's go back to what I was saying. So, uh, so I finished. I think it was like one. I think it was like one hundred eight over like one eighty. I think there's one hundred eighty. I was definitely bottom half, but we tried our best. My ACT. I think I took it five times. Shout out mom and dad for paying that for five times. I super scored it, which means if you combine the best out of each one of those scores, my super score was a 24. Nice. So the very best I could do using all the tricks in the book was to get a 24. Now, here's my flaw with the American education system. That score just doesn't matter. You just go to college because they want your 25 grand anyway. So it doesn't hey, matter. It just doesn't matter. Unless that, you're going to Harvard. Shout out Harvard. That score very much does matter because that score, 2-7, that limits your opportunities when you have a 2-7 GPA. Your opportunity to go to college. Luckily, I got a 30, took it one time, shout out. And uh, I, the funniest thing ever was my dad looked at me. He's like, hey, you want to take it again? And I said, for why? Like, what, <laughs> I mean, what, what's going to happen? If you get a 31, that looks a lot better. Like, what are we talking about? I got a 30. We're in. Let's go. Let's go. And that's the only reason I got into college was because of my ACT score. So it J does matter. Yeah, well, it does a little bit. It's like Jacob's school. So Jacob, shout out Jacob Tissett. Him and uh, Casey, they did a show last night. It was a great show. Check it out. Mac and JT. Uh, Jacob goes to Alabama. Alabama gives out full rides. I think they changed it to like half full ride. So what's a half ride? Um, I think, but when I was there, when I was an elder, if I would have gotten a 30, I would have gotten a full ride to Alabama for an ACT. I could have failed out of all my classes, but if I got a 30 on the ACT, full ride over there to Tuscaloosa. You're, te you're telling me instead of going to Bluffton University, I could have gone down to Tuscaloosa? That's right. That's right. I don't know what they have down there. I'm sure a lot of crime. But other than that, I think it's... Oh, my God. I, what? I, I, Tuscaloosa, Alabama? No, is saying, Alabama crime I did not ridden? know that you got a full ride if you had a oh. 30 ACT. That's, that's oh. actually incredible. Okay. All right. Well, then that's that's what you could have done, Reed. You, you really missed out on an opportunity there. But you chose baseball. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jacked this morning. I'm, I'm pumped up. I'm ready to roll. Football is back. It snuck up on me. I'm not going to lie. The first two weeks of college football, I'm not a college football guy. I love watching it. I love gambling on it responsibly, of course. Uh, if you have an issue with that, 1-800-GAMBLER. But if you don't have an issue, you go to Bedford Sportsbook right now, perhaps the greatest sportsbook in the history of the world. Um, but I love to gamble on it. I love to watch it. I'm just not big. In, I'm just not really into it. I, I don't love the product that much. I have flaws with it. Everybody on the show that watches me, uh, they know my flaws. But the NFL is a different thing. The NFL is a different beast. I'm going to go to my friend's house tonight to watch the opening game. Uh, shout out Mitch. He's in the chat right now, I think. Um, but it's, it, this is going to be a lot of shout outs today. It's going to be, it's going to be a great day. NFL is back. The sport is back. Uh, and, I, and I'm ready to roll. I mean, I'm, I'm in about 15 fantasy leagues. I have to go check those tonight. I have to go find all those tonight. Uh, I'm in a lot of um, uh, the, the survivor leagues. You know what I'm talking about? You pick one team. I'm in a bunch of those. But the issue with that is I'm such a gambler that I always pick the first game. So I'll eliminate myself half the, half the entries tonight. <laughs> I'll just eliminate off the jump. 
because I, I just I need to have something on the game tonight. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be a good game too. That's that's the other thing. It should be a good game. Yeah, you know, you talked about the NFL just being being better than college in a lot of aspects. So every this, aspect. Th- this weekend is Alabama versus Texas, two of the most storied um, programs in college football history, and it's probably the best game on the or the college football slate for a couple weeks until Notre Dame Ohio State play. And there is one NFL game with a larger spread than the Alabama-Texas game. Only one of them. The other 15 all have a smaller spread. So that's just why it's a better program. Trace, how are you? I think you're looking for product was the word that you were looking for. However, I'll let it slide. (laughs) Um, My only thought with this whole putting or penning up college football in the NFL is it's two different products. You either like it or you don't. That's fine. What's that? No. Not programs. <laughs> All right. This show is completely off the rails. Uh, it is. It has been off the rails largely because your boy here shows up about five minutes before the show starts and uh, was up till, like I said, the wee hours of the morning making sure this golf video is done before I leave because if it doesn't get done before I leave, then it's one of those things like, uh, the ha- you know, those house projects that you have that, you know, they just, they just never get done because you waited too long. The small period of time that you had interest in it, it faded, it went away, and then it's just going to be not done for a very long time until somehow it becomes top priority again. Um, Ron, you can always leave it to Ron. He's screaming sports. Well, Ron, here's the deal. Uh, The Cincinnati Reds, they lost yesterday. Uh, The Cincinnati Reds have more baseball games to play. But the good news is, is there is an NFL. We'll talk about that. Casey, uh, you had your show. How'd you feel about it? How'd you um, feel about it? You gonna grade yourself? Is that how we're gonna do this? If I were to grade myself, Trace, oh um, yeah, PFF grade coming in. Ooh, PFF grade. Um, I'd give us, I'd give us a an eighty for for the grade because we had we had a little little technical difficulties midway through the show. We had we had some uh, some rush. We were rushing. Um, we. Uh, you know, we just talked and talked and talked and talked some more about stuff that we just weren't as passionate about. So we're going to shorten it a lot more uh, coming next week. So um, keep, it looks great. Stay, stay, stay tuned for it. It's going to be a really good show. I promise. It's going to be this is NFL a lot only, more, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot more polished this next time. Week one, there was just a lot to talk about, a lot that we wanted to get out of the way, and kind of just you know, see how we were Fair. feeling about doing all the games. Realize that's probably not going to be in the cards for the future. So we'll move on from there. All right. Well, you just want to make sure you had all your clips. I know I know yeah. how this game works. You want to make sure you got all your takes out there. That way Casey can clip them up, make himself look really smart halfway right. through the season. He won't clip up any of the bad ones, but that's what they all <laughs> do. Um, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some takes that are had today that is going to be uh, what we'll call – I don't want to say hot, but I think they're going to be interesting. Uh, one is these, this Lions and Chiefs game tonight. What do we think about it? Um, I think we're in a position now where the Chiefs, I've said it for a long time, at some point these guys have got to fall off. I mean, how many times is my phone going to ring here? I mean, what, 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 what do I got to do to, to turn this off? I mean, that was a lot of consecutive texts there. That's, that's a ridiculous. You know one thing? All right, I know I'm going off the rails today, but you got to bear with me here, okay? You know one thing that my family does? It's a genetic thing at this point. I don't know who does it, why, where it came from. I try not to do it because I see the rest of my family does it. They just text, 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 text. They send like seven texts in three seconds. It's like, 
wait a minute. If you would have just taken a half a second longer, you could have put all this in yeah. one text and sent it. Do you guys have this problem with okay, people? Okay, well, so I, so I have I, my, my, one of my, one of my grandparents, her name is, uh, Grim, I, I call her Momo Rearing, or Momo Pete, sorry, Momo Pete, shout out, she watches the show. Uh, she texts what you're saying. So she'll text an entire page. So an entire, from, from, it'll be the whole phone screen of one text. Now, in theory, that sounds good. But when you're reading it, it just doesn't look good. So I, when I when I text my my grandmother, I I, I say, you know what, we're gonna go one by one. So I'll I'll sarcastic, sarcastically respond one, and then answer a question two, answer the question, I'll go down the line. But I understand I understand the issue there. If you're if 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 you're texting off 15 things individually back to back to back to back to back. Shout out Chris Berman. Uh, yeah, that's an issue. But I, I think I think most most of the people in my life keep it keep it. Well, one text. You guys put that thing on do not disturb. I'm in too many group texts right now. If, if my phone's off for an hour, I will go back to my phone with 100 plus text messages every single time. That's the other thing. Every every single person I text, I put them on do not disturb. The only person I don't have that on is for uh, Trace and Sean in case they need me. Wow. That's it. So feel, shout out to Trace important. and Sean. I feel important. That is one thing that Reed Mouse has done since he started working here. He had his phone on do not disturb for the longest time. You'd call that thing and you knew for a fact it was yeah, going straight it to voicemail. And then uh, it finally, finally, I made it to the prestigious state of, uh, of being on that uh, prestigious list, the favorite list, to be able to bypass that. But that's here nor there. All right. Um, let's talk about the Chiefs and, and the Lions. The Lions are, are the team that, quite frankly, let's be honest, everybody, and it's starting to get a little scary, everybody's high on. Last year, I said out loud, along with Casey, that the Lions are actually better than most people want to give credit for. Their offense is actually pretty damn good. Unfortunately, their defense was about as bad as it could be for half the season. They turned it around a little bit. They started winning some games. Now, all of a sudden, they're, they're, they're the expected team. Are they expected to win the, the, their conference? I don't know if that's the case because the Vikings still exist, and the Vikings offense is pretty damn good, too. As much as we want to make fun of Kirk Cousins, if we're being honest, and this is a, a trust tree here, folks, Kirk Cousins, I watched him. For the first time in a long time for a full game not just you know the, the the red zone type stuff but a full game and he actually looked pretty damn good he looked pretty damn good now he didn't win the game but that's also because his defense gave up 50 points it's kind of hard to win football games when your defense gives up 50 points but that's here nor there so we'll harken back to the lions i i don't i'm not 100 sold on them but i'm not 100 sold on the chiefs either I know, here we go again, Trace and Patrick Mahomes, this take, that take. I'll soften my stance a little bit on Patrick Mahomes. Do I think he's as elite as everybody makes him out to be? I really don't. I know that, I know that I'm going to get killed for that. I know people think I'm just being a hater. And slightly, perhaps, I would agree that there's some things that get under my skin with him that I think he does that get overhyped. They get, they get blown out of proportion. You've already seen it a little bit this preseason, right? Patrick Mahomes gets ready to run out of bounds. He takes one step right before he gets out of bounds. He throws a bass, and it's incomplete. And next thing you know, the tweets are going viral. Wow! Have you ever seen a quarterback make a play like that before? Yeah, Joe Burrow did it last year. And not only did he do it last year, it was a completed pass. It was a touchdown. It was a touchdown. But no, since old pretty boy Patrick did it, let's, let's put it on a pedestal. I'm... That's where my frustration comes with him. But I'll harken back and say, clearly, 
he's obviously a good quarterback if you win that many times in a row and you win a couple Super Bowls, you have to have some respect. So clearly he's good. And maybe you could even convince me he's great. But when we start to get into the greatest of all time talk and all of this other stuff, let's can we just pump the brakes a little bit? Can we at least admit that there are times where he, you can at least say that he's come into one of the best situations of all time? I think he has come into one of the best situations of all time. He's on a really damn good team. He's been surrounded by really good players on offense for a long time. He's never really had to deal with pressure problems in his, in his career, hardly ever. Travis Kelsey is a pretty big deal. He doesn't have Travis Kelsey now. Let's see how he looks. Again, am I going to overreact on week one? Probably not. Unless it goes really bad for him, then I'll, then I'll say I told you so. <laughs> but, but my main point is I'm not 100% sold on the Chiefs. In fact, I would sit here and tell you right now with a straight face that I could see the Chiefs not making the playoffs. They play in a tough division. Make fun of it all you I mean. want. Make fun of it all you want. Make fun of it all you want. They, they, they have to play the Chargers, the Raiders, and, you know, are the Broncos going to be a lot better than this year? I don't know. I'd like to think they're going to be a little bit better. But they also have to go around and play a tough schedule because they were the, they were the uh, number one team in the league last year. So, uh, you think I'm being preposterous? You think I'm crazy? It happens every single year that there is a, what do they call them? The Super Bowl caliber. No, so the Super Bowl favorites. Uh, favorites? No, guys. This someone they, they hangover. Up. The Super Bowl so, hangover. Uh, someone in the Super Bowl every year ends up being pretty bad. It's been that way for a while. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be the Chiefs. So Trace, uh, sorry, I'm going to jump in here. Go ahead. Uh, yesterday on the show, we started off with the Lions and the Chiefs conversation because I think they're actually the biggest. They could be the biggest disappointment of the season. If Travis Kelsey is out long-term, Chris Jones out for what he said about eight weeks, I mean, this team is looking really rough. I mean, can you name anyone besides Pikachu that he has a target to throw to? Darius Toney's hurt MBS. all the time. MVS, the third-string receiver? Yeah, okay. Sky Moore. Sky Moore, a fourth-string receiver. Okay. I mean, if he... Let's just say Mahomes struggles, right? I will understand. If he doesn't, though, will you admit that that he is legit probably the best quarterback in the NFL? Because I think I'll have to. I've, I've Time and time again, I've come up with excuses for him that he's proved me wrong. The injury during the, the playoff run last year. That losing, was a bunch of bull. Losing Tyree Kill. Losing Kareem Hunt. He's proven me wrong time and time again, and I last year I tried to to push back on it, push back on it. He proved me wrong by winning a Super Bowl. He That's beat, fine, I get he, it. But the, but the injury thing, I'm not going to buy it for a second, Casey. You know for a fact, I know for a fact, a guy that actually has a broken whatever it is, he's not running around like that. Okay, they wanted to, if you want to if you want to pull Paul Pierce, and act like you broke your entire leg, and then get carted into the locker room, and then get come back out magically, and you're 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 healed again. By, by all means, be my guest. By the way, let's not forget, the genetic traits from his brother to him still exist somewhere, okay? They, they exist somewhere. So, you know, should you, should you crush one guy because his brother is a loser? Maybe not. But some of that, it, 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 it kind of rubs off on me a little bit. I got to be honest. His wife, it rubs off on me a little bit. He, he's surrounded by all these losers. It's hard for me 
Not to harken back to what all of my, and I know that's a, a crutch word that I use, okay? I'll, try to, I'll stop trying to use harken, but I'm going to say it again. I'm going to harken back to what all my grade school teachers used to tell me. You are who you surround yourself with. And I just got to tell you, what I see, Patrick Mahomes surrounds himself with a bunch of losers. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I have a question. We're not seriously debating that Patrick Mahomes isn't the best quarterback in the National Football that, League, right? That, yes, that's 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 because if we're debating that, because that's not a debate. That's not a debate that can be won by you two. That, that, that's that's Trace's debate. take. Trace believes that Mahomes is not the greatest quarterback currently, right now. I was on that train last year until he won the Super Bowl against the best defense in the entire league. Yeah, though they, they let you beat you down just enough, Casey. I, I'll, I will tell you. I'll tell you this: if you put if you put Joe Burrow <laughs> with the Chiefs, they do the same thing, if not more. They just do. Patrick Mahomes is an off-script quarterback. That's when he's at his best, okay? You're not going to convince me that a guy that's an off-script off quarterback is, is the best quarterback in the league because an off-script quarterback, more times than not, relies on other guys to make plays outside of just yourself. Tom Brady didn't do that. Tom Brady was great because he could dissect people. Peyton Manning didn't do that. He was great because he could just dissect you. I get that Patrick Mahomes is elite when it comes to scrambling and all that, and I'll give him credit for that. But to say he's the best quarterback in the league sometimes, to me, clear, bar none. Could, is he a part of the conversation? Sure. Do you want to put him on like the tier list as the, as the top? Yes. But I'm not going to just overly say it's by far and away. He clearly is the best quarterback in the league because he gets away with mistakes as well. He throws really bad interceptions at times, and he gets away with it. Listen, just, I mean... I, I hate to always have to do this because I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm always the one that's the bearer of bad news around here. I, I, I hate that I have to be this guy, but just the fact that we are debating if Patrick Mahomes, even if it is a small, inferior debate, just the fact that we are even talking about is Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback in the National Football League wants to give me wants me to give him another title. Is he the most underrated quarterback in the NFL? Because it is by far that he's the best quarterback in the NFL. You're talking about how good the division's been that he's going to play in, and he might not make the postseason. Listen, they've had two teams make the postseason from that division every year he's been there, I'm pretty sure. He's 30-3 and three against them. He's won two Super Bowls. Last year, he won a Super Bowl on one leg with no One start, leg that he just scrambled no 15 yards against the Bengals and got a first, first, first down. Listen, he, he played on one leg, but somehow he, he, could, he could run 15 yards against the Bengals, pick up a first down. What does down, he have get, to get, no, 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 no. He gets a BS, and you know it, and I know it. I'm not a Bengals fan. I'll say it. He flailed on the sideline, threw his body all over the place. Congratulations to him. He's smart. He's a good actor. He's obviously a good actor because he played on one leg. He flies out of bounds. He gets a field goal. He gets a BS AFC championship. He moves on to the Super Bowl. He's very fortunate that the Eagles decide to fumble their ball on their 10-yard line or whatever, basically hand them the ball. I'm, again, it requires luck. It requires luck to win a championship. It's going to sound like I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm, I'm complaining about every single thing that goes wrong for the Chiefs. And I'm, I'm, it sounds like I'm a pure hater. And maybe you could say that I am. But I'm just saying, to put him in the greatest of all time category, to say that he's with Peyton Manning, to say that he's with Drew Brees already, to say that he's with Aaron Rodgers and all those guys, I guess because he's won two Super Bowls, if that's the game we're playing, then that's fine. Eli Manning's in the mix. Well, like, here's the thing is, what's the point of, of waiting till a guy's 40 years old to say, oh, yeah, he's the GOAT? What, what's the fun in that? Like, well, what's the point of, of having takes if you yeah. don't actually make a take, right? So, yeah, at 27 years old, I'll stamp a flag in the ground and say, I think Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen play the game. 
And I'll stand by that because he does stuff that I've never seen any quarterback do before. Like what? Like scramble around and all those highlight plays that, that you think are, oh, look, he did this, he did Michael this. Vick yeah, did that he with did Mike, that. Michael Vick did yeah. more than he did. Correct. And he won two Super Bowls. So he's doing the highlight gotcha. reel so stuff team, that Michael that's Vick what, does. That's what and is, he's then. winning ball games. So it's the team thing. It's the team thing. So right? since he's been on a great team, he's now better than all these other quarterbacks. If that's what we're going to play, that's fine. If that's the game we're playing, that's fine. Just know that Eli Manning deserves to be in the same conversation then. Because Eli Manning... Did more with less. He won two Super Bowls. I'd argue the two teams that he had were, were, were not that great. Or were definitely not. Not great is obviously a ridiculous term to say with Super Bowls. But they were nowhere near as good as the Chiefs were. And they also, Eli Manning also took down the Giant, which is the Patriots, in the Super Bowl. The undefeated Patriots, I might add. So if you don't want to give Eli Manning his flowers and you want to say that he wasn't very good... Then that's fine. Then that's fine. I mean, you, you're the fine. only one talking about Eli Manning up there. You're the only person talking about Eli Manning. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes and his legitimacy as the best quarterback in the NFL right now, as already being 27 years old and winning two Super Bowls, as winning multiple MVPs, and doing it all while the franchise that he plays for is actively destroying the roster. That's why I think he's one of the best, and that's why I think he's one of the greatest of all time. And like I said, it's easy to say when a guy's 40 years old and to look back at the end of Tom Brady's career and go like, oh yeah, that guy's the GOAT. It's easy to stand at the end of Aaron Rodgers' career and go like, this is one of the greatest ever. It's hard to stand up here when he's 27 years old and go, I think this is one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen. That's hard to do. It's easy to say, listen, let's let it play out a little bit. Let's let it play out a bit. It's hard to say, I think this is one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen. But that's exactly what I'm going to do. Because he is one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen. He's doing stuff that I've never seen a quarterback do before. And he, and he did inherit a good situation. It, the, playing for the Kansas City Chiefs, it's been, it's been a dream for him. But part of, part, of, part of inheriting a great situation is capitalizing on it. And he's capitalized on it. I think Patrick Mahomes is... is undoubtedly the greatest quarterback in the National Football League right now. And I think by the time his career ends, he'll be a top five quarterback to ever play the sport. Now, to get back to week one real quick, to, to Trace and Casey's point, if they were to lose tonight, it might be tonight. Pat, or, uh, Travis Kelsey has never missed a game due to an injury since 2013. I, I, okay, let me rephrase. Since 2013, Travis Kelsey has not missed a game due to injury. So this will be a test for Patrick Mahomes. He's, he's pretty much had Travis the entire time. I think he missed a couple due to COVID or something like that. But other than that, he's had him. The issue with your guys' logic tonight is that Patrick Mahomes has 18 touchdowns, zero interceptions with a QBR of 136.9, 1,500 yards in, in his week one performances the past five seasons. He has not made a mistake in a week one game. So I think tonight, go to Bedford Sportsbook, the greatest sportsbook known to man, responsibly put your mortgage, put your house, <laughs> put your dog's food, put it all, on the Chiefs, minus four and a half. I think they're going to win. Am, am oh, I crazy for, for thinking that Travis Kelsey isn't worth a field goal? Like, like other players, like if... Yeah, he doesn't have anyone very to throw much to, though. Well, like, if, if, let me put it this way. If, if, if Jamar Chase, if the Bengals are seven-point favorites and Jamar Chase isn't playing, the line doesn't drop down to four. It's because you have T. Higgins and you have other guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. legitimately, we downplay what Travis Kelsey is to the Chiefs. We're about to find out. I can't wait. I look forward to it. The, the lowly Lions. Is this game, is this game in, in Kansas City? Yes. Oh, it is. So what excuses do we have tomorrow if they get pounced at home? I mean, just, just, I'm just, just asking for a friend. I mean, you, you just said it. You just literally said it. 
You just so, said it. They so don't Travis Kelsey's the guy. They don't, they don't have a single. You said they don't have a single guy to throw to. <laughs> that's, yeah. Does it have a defensive <laughs> tackle? I mean, are we just going to circle around the things you say, or are we no, going to? No, gonna... that's perfectly fine. That's my point. Is that, I mean, that at some at some at some point, you do have to have somebody to help. But I would just ask the question: Who did Drew Brees have to throw the ball to that you think? Oh wow, I know who he is. Like Travis Kelsey is the arguably. Maybe inarguably the greatest tight end of all time ever, point blank, not even a story. And Patrick Mahomes has had him every single game. But he never gets brought up. It's always, look how great Patrick is. They don't want to bring up Travis Kelsey. So we'll see how he does without Travis. And like I said, one week, maybe I'll step back and relax. And no matter what happens, I'll just let it be. But I, 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 I look forward to this season. I look forward to seeing what Patrick Mahomes does in a situation that might not be quote-unquote ideal. Some stats, on, some stats on the Lions real quick. The Lions have six winning seasons since the year 2000. Their last playoff win was 1991. For those that believe in the Detroit Lions, I feel sorry for you. They're going to let you down, oh and they're my. going to be bad. You I are this making a record, mistake right now. I think I have some weird bet with Trace where if they like finish I, – I forget what the bet was, something where I was like coming up there without a shirt or something. The win totals. Yeah, I, but here's the thing. The Detroit Lions are always going to let you down. There's always going to be a play like – I don't know how many years ago. I think it was 2017. Golden Tate was stopped short of the end zone. And, and the refs just ended the game in some preposterous way. The Lions will find ways to lose. The Lions are a joke. They're the biggest joke in, in sports. And to be quite honest, I'm trying to think of a franchise that's been worse historically. Maybe the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, maybe a couple of the hockey teams that I don't know that I literally can't name off Arizona. Uh, whoever Arizona's hockey team is, they're worse too. But other than that, shout, the, out the, the, shout out the Coyotes. The, the Detroit Lions. I mean, they're the worst. They're the worst organization in, in football. So if you believe in them, if you believe in Dan Campbell biting people's knees off and whatever else he's saying in press conferences, if you're going to believe that, then you go ahead and believe it. But the Detroit Lions are not good. Jared Listen. Goff is not good. Listen, they the, the thing about the Lions, and I, I'm just gonna. I know you guys are gonna defend the Lions, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna be the, be the detractor over here with Elliot. The thing about the Lions are. They won what nine games last year, right? They they were. I think it was eight. Okay, if they would have won the final game, they would have made the postseason, but they didn't. They beat right. They, they did win the final game. Oh, they did. So they, they were just nine lost the tie. They lost. I, I okay. believe they lost the tie. Regardless, they were a game away from winning the post, making the postseason last year. Right. I think Jared Goff's a good quarterback. I think Dan Campbell's a spirited coach that you can get behind, and they play in a terrible division. They play in one of the worst divisions in football, and true. someone's got to win that division. That all being said. What Elliot said is the reason that I think the Lions won't be very good. I think it, at some point, those, all these things accumulate, and Detroit has just been a terrible franchise forever. And that's the only reason, that's the only logical thing that I have to say I don't think the Lions are going to be good. Is because to this point in my life, it's always been true. It's always been true. All I can do is, the, is learn from the past, and the past has not been good to the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I'm not rooting against Detroit. That's the other thing. I, like he said, it's a likable team. It's a great, it's a fun team they have. You, but what you're going to do, they're like a little puppy. You're going to pet their little head. They're going to go eight and nine, and they're going to call it a season. It's going to be an embarrassing season. I'm going to feel sorry for them, but they're going to be fun. They're going to have some upsets. They're going to shock a couple teams this year. I have no doubt. It's the NFL. It's the best show in sport. So, I listen, I, I think the Lions okay. could have a fun season, but you, nobody thinks the Lions are ever going to win a Super Bowl. Nobody thinks the Lions are going to come out there and win playoff games. They're not good. It's just not a good team. Listen. So when, when you look at tonight's game and you think the best quarterback in the NFL is taking on the lowly Lions, I'm taking the best quarterback in the NFL. Listen, Great. listen, Trace is going to love this because 
the Lions just picked someone in the draft, 12th overall. That's going to be the difference in this game. His name's Jameer Gibbs, the running back. I mean, the dude is planning to not only take the first snaps, first and second down running back snaps, he's also planning on taking the slot role for this team. I mean, he's going to be all over the field. And without Chris Jones, I'm afraid the Chiefs, the defense for the Chiefs might be the worst in the league without Chris Jones. They have nobody. I mean, nobody. And the Lions have one of the best offensive lines in football. I think you're severely underplaying. It's not just about Mahomes being able to throw to someone. It's can the Chiefs even stop the Lions this week? I don't think they can. I really don't. The Lions, with Amon Ross St. Brown, and we all know Marvin Jones, and when they get back uh, the, the, the other kid from Alabama, that offense is going to be scary, Williams, man. Yeah. Williamson, I should say. Uh, all right, we'll find out. Uh, are we going to do picks? Are we going to do the picks now? Yeah, we can do we NFL, have, uh, NFL picks. I, I, I think it's pretty safe to say that the NFL picks are going to be pretty straightforward on who's picking who tonight. Not going to be hard to figure that one out. Uh, I guess I'll start it off if you want me to. Yeah, we'll, we'll, do you want to do the Lions and Chiefs first? Um, yeah, that's what we're doing first. All right. Go ahead. Is, uh, you got Tom's pick? Am I Tom twice? Is that what I'm doing? Nope, you are, you are Trace. Gotcha. Which one am I? Am I going to be the first one? Am I the you first, are the Tom? first one. Okay. Well, I'm taking the Lions. <laughs> I just saw it was both Tom. There were two right. Toms. Lions. Lions. Reed. I mean, I mean, I think everyone knows. We all know where we're going. I think, here. I think we know where I'm going with this. The Chiefs beat everybody in the league besides the the, the stripes. And Elliot. Yeah, I think we know where I'm going as well. I'm not taking Detroit in anything, so <laughs> I'll take I'll take Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, well, I'm really sitting low, aren't I? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really like this chair, by the way. It kind of you know, just relaxed throughout the <laughs> I show. See, yeah, you, you got a good lean going. Yeah, right? um, I'm taking the Lions, and then Tom, Tom, the deciding factor, also taking the Chiefs. Hmm, shocker, shocker, shocker. Hmm, we'll find out. We'll see how it all goes. All right, next game. What's the next game? Packers versus the mm. Bears. Well, you already know where I'm going. I'm a homer, and that's fine. I'll admit I'm a homer, but it is kind of funny that the uh, franchise quarterback. He's playing the, the rookie. It's never got any snaps, and the Lions won. The new improved Bears, the Bears that are supposed to be good, the MVP caliber quarterback on the other side has got a one-point spread. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm going to take – well, just for, for lack of a better term, to keep things moving, I'll be the first, Tom. We'll fix it on another show. Um, I'm going to take the Packers. I mean, the Bears were the were the were the worst team in the NFL last year, right? I mean, they got the number one overall pick and their their favorite here in Week One because of their um, franchise quarterback. Yeah, give me Justin Fields. I'm a I'm a believer in Justin Fields for six weeks. I'm giving him six weeks, and then I'm making a, a final take on on what I think about Justin Fields. Right now, I'm a believer. Yeah, this is a quarterback league, and unfortunately for the Packers, uh, they pushed their quarterback out of town. They wouldn't draft a wide receiver in the first round. They just shoved him to New York. So they don't have one now. Jordan Love stinks. He's a bum. I'm going to take Justin Fields. He's a great QB. Uh, look for him on the uh, MVP odds right now. Bedford Sportsbook. Did you said something about Fields and MVP? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Good to know. I'm glad to hear Most that. Most valuable player. Glad to hear that you're on that guy's side. Yeah. Um, I really like the Bears' chances in this game. Minus one, I'll take that. I think it's a close game, but I just – I don't have any faith in the Packers offense right now. So, going with the Bears. And for Tom's pick, 
He's going with the Bears. Mm. I was kind of surprised Who's with that quarterback? one. Love that. Love that. Move on. I hate that. Everyone Love against, that. The, everyone against that. Trace. Love that. <laughs> Can't wait for it. All right. What we got next? Oh. Well, well that's, oh, fine. Oh, no. that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Chargers. That's fine. Uh, the best team in the league, the which Chargers. One's, which one's Tom, or which one's Trace again? The one on the, uh, left. the one on the far left. Far the, left. Uh, the the best team in the league. The Chargers will uh, they'll take care of business. I, 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 this was a shot in the dark. I really don't have a good feel on either one of these gate on either one of these teams. Um, yeah, I took the Finns because I think that the Chargers coach is the worst coach in the history of sports. So yeah, give me the Finns. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue with that logic, but I do think the Chargers are a better team overall. I think they have more weapons. I trust Justin Herbert more than I trust Tua, so that's that's where I stand. And Tua, by the way, the Dolphins are one are one head injury away from just being irrelevant again. So that's you got to be you got to be worried. That's if a you're great Miami. point. That's a great point. It's, it is a good point. I mean, it's it's true. He's done after this. He after did take jujitsu though. Just keep that in mind. Oh, so oh that'll help. Yeah, uh, I also have the the Miami Dolphins here. I'm with Reed. I don't trust the Chargers. Last time we saw them, they gave up a 30-point lead. Simple as that. Simple as that. <laughs> and I'm assuming that's the same thought process as Tom. So, For what it's worth, going back to, to their coach, he gave up a 30-point lead in the playoffs last year. And the year before, if you remember, if he would have just let the game be a tie in the final week of the season – they would have made the postseason. Remember, they were playing the Raiders, and if they would have tied, both teams would have made the postseason. But they, they, yeah, they there was remember. like a minute to go, and the team they were playing was trying to tie. The Raiders were actively trying not to win the game, and the Chargers tried to try to get the ball back at the last second, called a timeout, and gave the chance for the Raiders to win. Coach is the worst coach in sports history. All right. We'll see. Shut up, Brandon. Moving on to the next game, Cowboys versus Giants. Mm, the boys. Jerry's world. Um, man, I think... I'm going to get that, this last, is, that first name right at some point. This is one of those ones where I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I do think that the Cowboys are talented. I think they're a pretty damn good team. But the problem is, is from year to year, you just don't, want you're gonna, you don't know what you're going to get from Dak Prescott. He's, he's such a wild card. Um... I don't know if Dak Prescott will ever be good enough to win a Super Bowl. He reminds me of uh, he reminds me of a streaky, big time power bat in the outfield or something. Just one month it looks like he's the best player in the league, and then the next three months he looks like he legitimately should be playing in Japan. Shout out Aquino. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Uh, three, I think this is going to be a really close game. I think these two teams are very good. I think these teams are both going to be playoff teams again. Um, I, I got to just take the Giants at home if they're, if they're given three points. So give me the Giants, then they're going to cover. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys. I, the Giants, respectfully, I don't, I, Daniel Jones isn't a very good quarterback. It's a quarterback league. Dak Prescott is better than Daniel Jones at being a quarterback. So I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Also, the, their defense is significantly better. Yeah, so on my show yesterday, um, Jacob tried to convince me that the Giants were going to be really good on offense. Um, their number one target being Darren Waller. I don't know if you guys remember Darren Waller. He hasn't been relevant in like two years because he's been injured. injured. And he's a very good uh, tight end, though. Yeah, I, I, I like Jalen Hyatt, but I just – Daniel Jones doesn't have anyone to throw to. It's just simple as that. And if you're going to get the same production that you did last year out of him, 
you're not beating the Cowboys. So I have the Cowboys here. And Tom's pick is the Giants. I was kind of surprised with that one, too. He's a Saquon guy. Tom's a smart cookie. Tom's a Saquon guy. Uh, Sean brings up a good point in the chat. He says, I think we're all one head injury away from being irrelevant. I like that. That's pretty good. (laughs) I think that's a fair point. Don't know if we ever thought about it like that, but it's relatively true. And here we go. The Browns versus the Bengals. The Battle of Ohio. Casey, can we put this one in the chat? See if the chat can vote for this one? Wow, yeah. I wonder who the chat's going to pick. I will know. Maybe they like the Browns. This is a spread game. It's not a, it's not a pick them. So mm. I picked a spread. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I don't know how this game's going to go one way or another, but I do know that Cleveland's not a very good place for the Cincinnati Bengals. Hasn't been for a while. Joe Burrow struggled, obviously, against this franchise. He did get the monkey off his back last year, throwing to a bunch of nobodies. But... Deshaun Watson might be might be back. I'm not declaring that quite yet. Uh, can the Bengals win this game? Certainly. Obviously, they clearly can win this game. But uh, there's just something weird about opening week. You add in the fact that Joe Burrow struggled opening week. You add in the fact that he struggled against the Browns. You add all that up. You're going to give me a field goal? I'm going to take the Browns. Sorry. Ooh, that stinks. That just stinks. Yeah, I was going to let that simmer for a second. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't wear this jersey for nothing, guys. I didn't wear this for, for nada. And I think the Bengals, once again, are going to be in the AFC Championship, if not the Super Bowl, and it starts right here. They're going to get the number one seed, and it all starts in week one. We're three days away from watching Joe Burrow play. Bengals win by a billion. Who day? I, listen, I, I think the Bengals are going to win. I think they're the better team. The issue with it is week one, home underdogs in a division game, they don't lose. They don't lose. So that scares me from a gambling perspective. But I'm going to ride with the Bengals. I think the Bengals are going to win the game. Bengals cover the two and a half. Two and a half might as well be pick them. So we're going to do it that way. Bengals win. 1-0. It's going to be a great start to the season for Cincinnati. Uh, last year, picking the Bengals against the spread, um, you were like... 14-3. and three Yeah, 14-3. and You're really profitable. I'm going to do it again. And not just because of that factor. The Browns, they stink. (laughs) And then Tom, of course, picking Cincinnati. Nice. Well, it looks like I'm out on an island again. We'll see how it it fares. Um, Good news is, though, is the NFL is back. As much as we want to bicker and sit here and yell and scream about fun stuff that's kind of goofy that Patrick Mahomes is this or Patrick Mahomes isn't that or the Bengals are this or the Bengals aren't that it is nice to have our Sundays back we can just sit on the couch and do literally nothing for hours on end some like eight hours of commercial free football I personally enjoy that myself I also this year uh no free ads but I did buy the ticket um yeah I did buy the ticket just because I kind of wanted to see maybe more more games per se um, than just the red zone. The red zone a, is a fun thing, though. If you've never watched the red zone channel, I do think it will change the way that you watch football. And you could say that's a good thing or a bad thing. The red zone, the pros of the red zone, are that you see legitimately every score in the NFL every Sunday. The negative is you don't really get to see much of the game. So it's just always just kind of like this highlight version of everything. You get to see very, very important moments, yes. But you don't get to see how it got there, so it's hard to it's hard to really dissect people's play or give an overall good take on a game itself when you watch through the red zone. 
Um, but I'm just happy to have the Sundays back. Looking forward to it. And uh, hopefully it's a uh, it's an entertaining NFL season. I don't see why it wouldn't. Best of luck to the Bengals. I mean that wholeheartedly. I hope the Bengals have a good season and they get themselves back in the postseason. And once you do, once you get in the postseason, I hate to say this, but I think it's unless you get a bye outside of that, it's uh, it's a little luck. You got to have some luck. What so. do you think? What do you think the best game uh, of this NFL weekend will be? What do you think? If you had to predict right now, which game are you most excited to watching? Which game do you think will be the best game? I'm trying to think right now, off the top of my head. Off the top of my head, the Monday night game is going to be mine. It's going to be Bills Jets. Yeah. So that's that's my pick. I do think there's a couple other ones. I think the Dolphins Chargers will be a really good game. So those are my those are my two that I'm I'm looking forward to. The one the one o'clock games I don't love. I'm going to be honest. Um, but we'll see. Again, we'll see. If you're asking me what game I am most excited to watch this not weekend. Counting bang- not counting the Bengals. I was going to say, not Joe Burrow plays football in three days. This so. is not counting the Bengals. Well, besides that, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you on the, the Bills, Jets. I'm, I'm excited to see how Aaron Rodgers does over there in Jets. A lot of hype around that. Um, I think that the 49ers Steelers might be sneaky. I think the 49ers Steelers might be sneaky. I mean, everyone's just like the Lions. Listen, the Lions and the Steelers are everyone's sleeper pick. And, and they play the arguably the two of the best teams in the league just on week one. Lions play the Chiefs, Steelers play the 49ers. Man. So. <laughs> 49ers Steelers reminds me of Iowa versus Purdue. Oh. Just going to be ugly. It's a field goal. It's going to be ugly. Field goal it's going to be gross. Um shout out Big 10 football. I I uh I would go with I mean if it's not going to be the Cardinals and, and the and the Commanders it's probably, of course, it's the Packers for me, but I would say it's it's going to be that that Monday night game. <laughs> One is Aaron Rodgers. Yes, I want to see what that looks like, but you also have the Bills, who, to to Reed's point, got demolished. The yeah. franchise was ruined. Yeah, I mean they they'll never on on, on last season's final game that they played. I'd like to see if they can bounce back. We'll see what they look like. I have an underrated choice. If you're not going to watch the Bengals-Browns, which most of us most of us are, there's another 1 o'clock game that has a lot of appeal to me. And that's the Panthers versus Falcons. No. And it's not – it's not. hang on. <laughs> let, me, let me finish here. Let me finish. Last year – last year, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was – It was a good game. It was a really good game. It was 33-34 to 34 or something like that. I went into overtime. I don't know if you guys remember, but that was the game that DJ Moore got flagged for the touchdown celebration, and they missed the extra point. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That was a, it was a really big game and a big turning point for the, uh, the Falcons and, and, and the trajectory of their season. Um, could have been a lot worse, but that kind of helped them out a little bit. Um, that's my underrated game. Um, obviously, I'm going to be watching Bengals Browns, um, Packers Bears. Really like that that game. Dolphins Chargers. Isn't Bills, that what Jets. makes the NFL so great? Is that when you just list it out through all those games, I mean, you could find a storyline that really genuinely would intrigue you for 80% of the games. Now, right. I don't know how many people are going to be interested in the Cardinals versus the Commanders. That seems like just miserable. Um, no offense to those two franchises and fan bases, but that's that game is not going to be watched a whole lot. But outside of uh, outside of that, I, I could I could find a storyline in every single game that I'd be interested in watching. That's why you got to find a way to get multiple screens. You got to find a way to sit there and if if you if you if you don't want to purchase the ticket, I'd understand. It's not 
it's not it's not affordable it's not what it is uh you go find you some bootlegs you guys are smart enough if you're watching this show probably smart enough people to figure out how to get you some bootlegs you'll watch the nfl enjoy your enjoy your sundays um speaking of uh football though uh we we do still play football on saturdays in this country it is college football even though there's slanderous takes that go around in the studio all the time about it uh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna at least pick some games right we're gonna pick some games Nebraska versus Colorado, you just heard me uh, on the opening monologue just the other day discuss Coach Prime and what I thought that that win meant and what I thought that he was doing um, was relatively impressive. And I say all that to say that I'm going to pick Nebraska. And it's largely just based off the fact that I think everyone's so high on Colorado. It just seems too good to be true. I do think that Coach Prime in and of himself is going to be successful. I also think Nebraska has run into the worst luck in the last two years that any program could possibly ever run into. They find ways to lose games every single which way, but I think they're better than what the record has stated. I think that, like it or not, Matt Rule's a good coach. He wasn't a good coach in the NFL, but he's a good college coach. That can be a thing. Shout out Urban Meyer. Shout out Steve Spurrier. Nick Saban. Shout out Nick Saban. Shout out... Um, uh, help me, Oregon's coach went to the Eagles. Then now he's at uh, UCLA. Uh, Chip Kelly. Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly. Are we missing any more? You get the point. There's a lot of them, which is a whole topic of conversation for another day. Pretty wild how they just all fail for the most part. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Nebraska for everything I just mentioned. I think they're better than what people think they are, and I think people are buying the the hype that is the uh, Colorado Buffs a little too much. I think this game opened as the Cornhuskers on the road being like four and a half point favorites. And it, and so much money has flooded in on Colorado that now Colorado is a field goal favorite. Listen, I think Deion Sanders is a hashtag fidget spinner. And I think the Cornhuskers are going to win this game outright. So you don't even need to take the plus three. Go ahead, take that money line. And uh, yeah, Cornhuskers going to win. I don't believe they've had a winning record since 2016. Is that right? So yikes. I'm going to take Colorado and Coach Prime. Coach Prime is going to win again. He's going to shock the nation again. He's going to shock the nation the whole season. Coach Prime, easy victory. Easy. You say, you say. Uh, they have two Heisman frontrunners. They have two yeah. of them. Yeah, I, I just can't believe you all are picking Nebraska after watching them play against Minnesota. They are just the worst. Just the worst. I mean, they, they look anemic in every sense of the word. Um, I'm picking Colorado here. I believe in Coach Prime, and so does Tom. Yeah, he believes baby. in Coach Prime as yeah, well. All right. Uh, one, one thing Elliot said, Nebraska hasn't had a winning season since 2016. That's why he's taking Colorado. Uh, quick fact check. Colorado hasn't <laughs> had a winning season since 2016. In fact, they've had one winning season since, rounded out for you, 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you do the math on that, and you, you do a little calculations. I'm sure I can find some gems in there, but I, I think it, I think right now Coach Prime's the better coach. Coach Prime's going to show him something. Colorado's <laughs> been bowl eligible one time since 2004. Yeah, but they, <laughs> here's the thing about Colorado that a lot of people don't get. They understand how these bowls work. They don't want to play in the Cheez-It Bowl. They don't want to play in the Idaho Potato Bowl. They don't want to play in the California Climate Change Bowl. They are here to play football, right? So they're going to come out there, and they're going to play real meaningful football football games they don't want to nobody wants to play January football when half the team opts out for the NFL that's not and now granted Colorado probably didn't have a lot of NFL talent but 
<laughs> this is what you're looking at. I'm I, I'm riding with Coach Prime. Next game, please. All right. Next game's Ole Miss versus Tulane. I have no idea about any of this. This was a wild guess from uh, from me. But if you're telling me that an SEC school is only what is it a touchdown favorite against Tulane, I'm gonna go with Tulane. Uh, just basically because I don't think it makes any sense. I know that logic probably shouldn't work in life, but that's what I'm going with. Tulane for none other reason than it just didn't look right when I seen it. Uh, last year, I put so much money on an Ole Miss game that I slept on the, the street for a couple this? weeks. Jackson Dart, shout out Jackson Dart. He was the worst quarterback I've ever seen play the position. <laughs> the and uh, you know what? I'm going to ride with Jackson Dart again because you know what? You can't fail me twice. You can't right. fail me twice. I've got my tent pitched outside in case I have to sell the house, but Jackson Dart and the Ole Miss Rebels. Yeah, so I listen, there's been a lot of slander about Ole Miss recently regarding Michael Orr and the Tuies. Uh, you know how they adopted him and then paid for his school, made him an NFL player, and then but they didn't pay him any of the movie rights. Ole Miss is a storied program, a storied school. They're going to whoop Tulane. Tulane's not going to be in this game. I, I, I witnessed football games in the American Conference for 10 years now. It's, it's atrocious. The football they have in the American Conference is a joke. It's been a joke. It will always be a joke. It's an even bigger joke now. I'm going to take Ole Miss. I'm going to take the SEC by 350 points. Oh, man. Um, I was going to pick Tulane. Until he looked at the schedule in 10 uh, minutes. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I, I'm i just going to stick with Tulane. I'm too lazy to change the logo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, baby. I'm having some serious doubts with the Tulane pick, though. Yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> they play in the American Conference. Yeah, what Tom decided to take? Tom took Old Miss. That's nice. yeah, because Tom has a brain. I mean, some people. I mean, we're 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 taking Tulane. I yeah. mean, you watch American Conference football. Clearly, you have it. We got to take Old Miss too, because I mean, we were just slandering Eli Manning earlier. That's right. Trace. Yeah, we were talking so so, so badly about Eli Manning earlier. All right, Texas A&M and Miami. At this point, I don't even remember what I picked. I think I took the Hurricanes. Was it, is that right? That is correct. All right. Glad I can remember that. I take the Hurricanes. Uh, they have a good coach now. Once you get a good coach in college football, it matters a lot. It's a big deal uh, for those that don't know. Uh, Cristobal, is that his name? Yep. Came from Oregon. Good coach. Miami's going to be back. Texas A&M. They always are the great team. They always got the recruits. They always, Joe Jimbo Fisher, he's going to have them going this year. And then they're like almost dead last in the SEC every year. So here it goes again. Yeah, you know, I was looking at this game and I was thinking about what I know about each team. And, you know, I watched a little bit of Miami versus Miami. And though it was a 38-3 to score in favor of the Hurricanes, um, they were lucky to get away with a victory. Um, the Red Hawks looked great last week. So, uh, you know what? The Aggies. The Aggies are going to beat up the Hurricanes. Yeah, I, the U part two. This is the U part 400. They just can't win, but I'm going to take them tonight. The U. They beat Texas A&M. Biggest victory of all time. Uh, a a, a program-defining victory. Let's go you. All right. Um, this is the one where we're all kind of on different sides of the table. I'm taking Texas A&M. Mm. Um, the ACC stinks. And the swing game goes to Tom, and he's taking A&M. SEC. He's smart. It's a smart guy there. Yeah. We'll find out if he's smart or not, Elliot. We'll find out if he's smart or not. All right, does that round out our games? Do we have any no, more? Oh, no, no. Oh, we got Alabama. We're, we're, we're going to motor through them. I like that. We all wait, took, wait, wait. We Is all this... took Alabama. All right, well, then I'm changing mine, Casey. You can put me for Texas now. 
Really? Texas. Yeah, now we're gonna I, do this. Well, no, I did it last week too, and it worked. It was literally it was profitable for me. So we're gonna. I'm gonna take everybody took Alabama. Yeah, I mean take Texas. Everybody in the chat, take Texas. Put your house on it responsibly, please. Good luck with that. Good luck, Elliot. And Good we luck, got one Elliot. more. We got one more. This one is gonna be uh, hidden and not revealed. Ooh, Cincinnati. The Bearcats. This wow. is their first real test. They played Eastern Kentucky, wow. who I. Got to be honest, was surprised they still have a football team headed into this week. Uh, you give up 70 points to a team that many people thought might win three or four games this year in UC. And, uh, you know, best of luck the rest of the way to East, Eastern Kentucky. Uh, UC is in a situation now where they're seven and a half point dogs against Pittsburgh, who, quite frankly, Pittsburgh, are they world beaters? I don't think so. Uh, this is a Cincinnati sports talk show. I don't wish this ill upon anybody. I don't want this to happen. But when records at the end of the year stand, I want my record to be the best, which is why I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Yeah, the buzz of the college football world over the past week is the UC Bearcats. Everyone cannot stop talking about how good the Bearcats looked yep. against the powerhouse that is EKU. I mean, Emory Jones is the Heisman front runner. That's right. And it's for that reason that I am taking the Bearcats. Cats by 90. Let's rock and roll. And here's I mean, the, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about that analysis there. There was no shit involved. I mean, that was real, true, right. honest analysis. I agree with every single word. Emory Jones will win, this, will, will win the Heisman. That's a guarantee. That's an Elliott Mortal Lock guarantee. You can book it. You can book it right now. Heisman winner, Emory Jones. Bearcats win. Also, also anniversary of, uh, I guess it's not really an anniversary, but they are playing Pittsburgh, one of the greatest games of all time, Pike to Benz. I have that highlight after we run through these picks. Shout out UC. Shout out Pike. Shout out Benz. That was a great game. Yeah, um, I'm taking UC. I think that hook, that's it's seven and a half. I think that hook actually matters a lot. I think the game is actually a lot closer than we want to make it out to be. Taking UC and Tom. UC. UC. Hmm. On the island again. Funny how I'm always on these islands. We'll see how it goes. Um, that was the final game. Is that correct? That was the final game. And we obviously have the match coming up here in just a moment. High school. High school. Picks. Five minutes to be exact. But we do have a high school pick em. Why not? I won't be here ball. tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to have to rattle through these. In the vault. All right, all right. Can't, Quick. can't imagine where we're going first. All right, high school picks. So updated standings of the high school picks. Casey and Trace, they are both 12-3. and three. Mm. Reed is 9-6. and six. And after starting 0-5, I had a perfect week. I am now 8-7. and 8-7. Here we go. Uh, da -da -da -da. High school, let me get my thing out. Let me get my sheet. Let me get my sheet. Nobody panic. Let me get my sheet. Nobody panic. All right. We start off. It is Moeller. Verse or Moeller is at Center Grove. Moeller at Center Grove. Uh, if they're if they're uh, on the road, then that's what Crusaders do. They they, they go down and they crusade. So give me Moeller. Shout out Catholic Church. <laughs> Elliot, I'm gonna take Mo. I'm gonna take Moeller because I have no idea who Center Grove is. Uh, this will be my one different pick for the day. I'm gonna take whoever. Center, Center Grove. Center Grove. He loves Center Grove. You'll be the love him. <laughs> Shout out Town Real Estate with the $2 super chat. How much for ad placement behind Casey's head? That's big money now, Chi-Town. Big, big money. I don't know. Send us an email. We'll figure it out. All right, next one. Western Hills at Harrison. That's West High, the Mustangs versus Harrison. I don't think Western Hills has won a football game in 35 years. I'm going to take Harrison. 
You're going to be at that game. I am going to be at that game. Yeah. Give me the Wildcats. Give me the Wildcats. Meow. <laughs> uh, another super chat, because uh, we know you we should shout out every super chat, and we do appreciate the supers for every time we get them. Drew Garrison earlier in the show said, this ankle injury was bull kid show. He played that up 1,000%. Or that might be ten, that might be 100,000%. I think that's what it is. But it, he did play it up. He's a good actor. He acted on the last play of the game that got him a field goal. So shout out to him. Maybe he, maybe that's maybe that's a... Yeah, and his other hidden, two Super Bowls. His, his two talent. Super Bowls don't count. All uh, right, Harrison, Harrison at West High. West High at Harrison. Uh, Harrison. Keep it moving. Harrison. All right. Harrison, it's marked down. Okay, next up. Here we go. We have New Miami at Dayton Christian. Love this. New Miami at Dayton Christian. These are two storied programs. Yep. I'm going to take Dayton Christian. They sound like a good team. Dayton Christian. Nice. Say it one more time. Dayton Christian Thank versus you. New Miami. When I was in eighth grade, we played Dayton Christian in a CYO football game, and we beat them by 63 points. And in the handshake line coming through, they handed us sodas. <laughs> I was just oh, like, that's nice of them. <laughs> we beat them Very by 65 -like points. Them. And they're yeah. just handing us sodas yeah, as the line through, yeah. through. For that reason, I'll take Dayton Christian. That's right. Uh, I have <laughs> yeah. no idea. I'm going to take New Miami. Good luck. I'll take New Miami as well. All right, New Miami. Two more. Here we go. We got to do it quick. We got a super chat, by the way. Super we chat. did get a super chat. That one guy, fifteen, said Center Grove is where I use QB. Tevin Jackson, who threw for a whole fifty-two yards versus Ohio State win. If it tells you anything, hey, a good D1 quarterback though. That's Center Grove. They got a yeah. D1 quarterback. That's something. That one guy. How about that? All right. What do we got? CHCA Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy at Worthington Christian. At Worthington Christian, CHCA at Worthington Christian. I'm going to take Worthington Christian. I don't know who they are, but they sound great. They do sound great because that's where 21 Pilots is from. Go ahead and take CHCA. <laughs> what, what are we doing? Worthington Christian. Uh, CHCA. Love it. Is that it, Elliot? Nope. Come on. CHCA. This is a great bit. Hold on. All right. Last game, last game on the schedule. Here we go. It's a Saturday game. Lakewood St. Edwards at Elder. Oh, they come to the pit. It's a Saturday game. You can you can not watch college football. Come to the pit. No free ads. Go to Elder High School. All right, here we go. I'm gonna take Elder. St. Ed's is the best team in Ohio. Go ahead and take. Yeah, St. Ed's is gonna is, is gonna take care of Elder pretty easily. Yeah, I agree. St. X. All right. All right, that's it. Before before we wrap up. Again, loser gets fired. <laughs> loser gets fired. Um, <laughs> before we wrap up this show, for our, one of our sponsors is Betfred Sportsbook. The greatest if you, sportsbook. If you're going to take the, the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, there's currently a promo. They have boosted the odds to plus 1,200. Other places, it's uh, like 9 to 1 or 8 to 1 or 10 to 1. You can get 12 to 1 on Betfred Sportsbook. So shout out Betfred. The greatest sportsbook known to man. Love that. Well, it seems like a pretty a pretty good hedge. I mean, listen, I, I twelve to one for the Bengals. A hedge of what? I'm just saying, like if 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 you're if you're one that uh, that that wants to take like a long shot, and you're wanting to pick somebody, and you're gonna get twelve to one versus what nine to one? Yep. That's. I mean, it depends on how much money you're putting on, obviously, but it could be a pretty big deal. Um, Responsibly. Shy Town Real Estate with another super chat says Trace works for WLWT. It's a fair point. Speak to sales, he said. Fair point. This is screw it. This is this is true. Shush. The true Shy Town. Um, we got a cherry on top. 
I think we have a cherry on top. Yeah. I think we have a cherry on top, considering that, that uh, Elliot said he sent Casey something. So here's how this is going to go. We're going to do the cherry on top, presented by United Dairy Farmers. I want to shout out Pawnee Water, as always, and Encore Technologies for making this show possible. Thank you to them very much. But we're going to do a cherry on top, presented by United Dairy Farmers, and then we're going to go into our premiere. That is match number two. Stick around. Enjoy it. 305 mark. Have fun. And now we're looking for the cherry on top as we speak. Because that's what we do at this show. The host shows up about five minutes before the show starts. <laughs> and then we send Casey a link two minutes before he's supposed to put it on air. No, I and he's, the show. he's digging it up right now. Now three, Elliot's, three now Elliot's sticking up for himself. All right. <laughs> this is the cherry on top. Presented by United Dairy Farmers. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's not low. Run the damn <laughs> clip. Run, <laughs> run the UDF clip, for God's sakes. Fine. What, what, the it's, it's, clip isn't working? For what it's worth, is the, the, the premiere starts like now. <laughs> 45 seconds. On All right. We're going to redirect you. Send it to me. Send it to me. Send it to me. This is the Chatterbox way. If you've ever seen it, this is the Chatterbox way. Enjoy match number two. The United Dairy Farmers cherry on top is... The match. The match. <laughs> Take care, everybody.